When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to KTAE AM Elgin, K270CO Round Rock, Texas Sports, The Horn. The Horn. Guests on The Horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Hook them up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. We are eight days away to the Longhorn football season this Friday. High school football season is underway. Earliest start for the high school season in 50 years, according to the UIL. They, they still didn't say why, right? We didn't get a reason why they started so early. I, I think for the first the calendar, time I don't know. Just because it's naturally set on that. It may be every, okay, it could be something like that. It's just, but, yeah, strange. That, I think, I mean, because uh, yeah. yeah. if you look at the calendar. I'm going to ask Craig. I'm going to ask Craig, actually. Craig I'm going to text answer, Craig and ask him. If he, he doesn't does. know, then nobody knows. <laughs> well, because, you know, September, if you're looking at the month of September, it's only a 30-day month, but it's there are five Saturdays in September. Mm, so there might be something funky going on like that. Five Saturdays, because okay. it starts on the 2nd. Yeah, okay. And the final Saturday is the 30th. So there are five Saturdays in September. Um, so maybe, I don't know, I mean, maybe the calendar is like just yeah. odd this year. Either way. Hey, I'm not complaining about early football. Early I'm glad. football. I'm glad football's here early. And I will it. say that I'm a big fan of uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Love me some. I used to be my DB coach you, when I was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So cool. We had a great room of coaches. Like Money Kiffin was the D.C. Uh, Mike Tomlin was the DB coach. Raheem Morris was like, he was like a, one of quality. He was like an assistant DB coach. And he is like a D.C., a defensive coordinator now. That room was loaded with some great coaching talent. Well, Mike yeah. Tomlin, after playing his starters for most of the first half last night, or two series, with Kenny Pickett and uh, – Led two touchdown drives in their mm-hmm. game against Atlanta. Atlanta played nobody. Uh, Bijan Robinson did not play. So if you you think, man, I missed the Falcons game. I didn't get to see Bijan. Well, Bijan didn't play. He played one. I think he only played one preseason game. He didn't yeah. play in the first one either. And Mike Tomlin, when asked about it, said it's difficult to box without sparring. It's difficult to box, and he he believes. And by the way, the Pittsburgh Steelers' first game of the NFL season, the Forty ers what a game that's going to be. Yeah, see, they, he understands. Like, we're basically going to get in a heavyweight fight in the first game of the season. Yeah. We, our guys need to be ready to go. They need, they need to be ready to, take a, to ready to take a blow and deliver one. Because yeah. <laughs> the point, the point, this is how physical the 49ers are. Um, and this was the case last season. If I'm not mistaken, every opponent uh, after the 49ers faced them, uh, they lost their next game. The Niners. The, yeah, after facing the Niners. Yeah, wow. That's, <laughs> an, that's a huge stat. It was. I, that's, I believe that's the stat. I'll go well, make sure I got it right. But yeah, because like, it, it's like it takes it, the fatigue of playing such a physical team. It wears you down for more than just a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know, Tomlin knows that, right? And mm-hmm. so he knows that. And he's got Kenny Pickett, a young quarterback who's trying to find his way. He's got good running game with uh, Jalen Warren and, and Najee Harris. 
uh, George Pickens and Deontay Johnson at run receiver. This the Steeler team is interesting to me because uh, that division is so difficult to predict. With Cincinnati, with Baltimore, with Lamar Jackson back and apparently happy and a new offense. And then there's Cleveland, who's the complete unknown with Deshaun Watson because anybody that looks oh. at that roster would tell you if Deshaun Watson's anywhere close to what he was in Houston. That last season in Houston where he played, yeah, he was yeah. a top-five quarterback. Yeah. He gets back there, Cleveland could win that division. <laughs> That's how they could be that I just good. Like, I like Tomlin's attitude, and maybe it's because I'm selfish and I wanted to see some football last night with some players I'm going to see come season time. But, you know, no one's playing anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these games, I mean, literally, no one's playing anybody. Um, and Tomlin says it's difficult to box without sparring. I agree with that. Yep. You played the game, Rod. You would know better than me. It's hard to just flip a switch and you're ready to go and play a team like the 49ers. Like I say, it, it, it would be different if they weren't playing the 49ers. I think because of the 49ers, like I said, and that stat is true, the 49ers were the first team that is an amazing in stat. NFL history to have every one of their opponents lose their next game. Oh. And, and you know who else did that? And it, it, I want to say the, the, the Seahawks did something close to that during the Legion of Boom days. It wasn't every game, I want to say, that, that one of their opponents actually won well, the next week. That's a gambling number. Rod, I mean, Ty, did you hear this? Oh, yeah, man. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it, it's amazing. Pick the team to play the Niners the yeah. week previous. And all the coaches in the NFL know this. They know like there's basically it's going to be a two-week recovery <laughs> after we play the 49ers. It's just the way it is because they're so damn physical. They're going to run the damn ball, and you know lines of scrimmage. They, they, they can go with anybody. I mean, in terms of line of scrimmage, offensively and defensively. So, yeah, I think he understands that. He understands they got to be they got to be ready to embrace the the mentality of physicality when they play the 49ers. Gosh, yeah, the mentality of physicality. You got me now. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but I, you know, I'll take Mike Tomlin in a boxing match anytime. Oh, I love me some Tomlin, man. And you know, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. Um, and I would say he still hasn't had a losing season, right? Mm-mm. No, still and that's why. One. And there again, we yeah. have the Vegas numbers. Like the NFC, AFC North is the toughest division to predict. It might and be the, the toughest and, period. It's tougher than 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 the AFC East. Well, the NFC North is for different reasons. Like I think I think everybody believes the AFC North. Everybody's pretty damn good. It is. You're right. NFC North. You're like, well, Aaron Rodgers is gone. So is Detroit really going to assume that mantle? Is it Minnesota? Is it Chicago? Really, Detroit. It's almost but, hard to believe in any of those teams. Yeah, it's hard to like really. <laughs> Chicago trust. hadn't had a great quarterback in right. forever. The Detroit Lions are the Detroit right. Lions, and then it's like, how do we not believe in Green Bay? But they're really good at picking quarterbacks. Do we assume that Jordan Love's going to be right? The, the 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 mistake. The finally they make a mistake at quarterback. Yeah, I just think. Uh, but it's the other side. The AFC North is like, well, they're all really good. Like, and yeah. again, Cleveland's the out the the complete unknown because what is Deshaun Watson? Last year when he came back after the 11-game suspension, it looked like he forgot how to play football. Which makes Which sense because he had two years off, yeah. basically. But if he's back or close to back, they're Ooh. good. They're really good. Yeah. So the whole division is, is jam-packed, and I, I appreciate Mike Tomlin saying that, hey, man, it's hard to box if you're not sparring. You're I like not, that. You're not facing real. He's got great quotes. Yeah, man. And one of my favorite Mike Tom. Remember that we played. We played that on. Um, yeah. Who, who said who that? Who said that? Yeah. He's his players literally have a they game where they yeah they go over the Tomlinisms. All these great quotes, but one of them is "Look like what you hunt." Yes. Look like what you hunt, meaning build your defense. Um, uh, basically, build your defense to play against or to be able to neutralize whatever the offensive strength may be. And he basically was saying that about how offenses are now streamlined and they're sleek and they're fast and they're built on speed and they're built on like uh, the perimeter-oriented passing game. He said now he builds his defenses to look like what they hunt. Yeah. So they're a speedy defense. They're built on with hybrids. They're built with guys that can run sideline to sideline. It's a great quote.
Can we get to the headlines of the 7 o'clock hour, get you caught up on the news in the morning, then we'll uh, uh, continue these conversations? UBO Business Services brings it to you, and we'll start with uh, Longhorns. Injury. Haven't heard much on the injury front for the Longhorns. Unfortunately, though, they have to deal with one. Longhorns head into their mock game tomorrow, the dress rehearsal week, according to Sark. Word that junior linebacker Maurice Blackwell suffered a knee injury. He's going to miss up to a month. First word of the injury came from a pretty darn good source. Uh, his mother revealed it on Facebook for the junior from Arlington has uh, hurt his MCL. She says she'll be out. he'll be out two to four weeks. That report was then confirmed by Texas. Blackwell's been competing with senior David Benda and freshman Anthony Hill for the starting linebacker position at the will spot and opposite Jalen Ford. NFL mentioned week three of the preseason open last night. Pair of games in Atlanta. Kenny Pickett led a pair of scoring drives. Steelers blanked the Falcons 24-0. Colts topped the Eagles 27-13. Also yesterday, the Arizona Cardinals made three separate trades. They sent former top 10 pick Isaiah Simmons to the New York Giants for a seventh-round pick. They then moved their third-year offensive tackle Josh Jones to Houston uh, for a pick and then acquired quarterback Josh Dobbs from Cleveland. High school football season opened last night, as we said, earliest since uh, in nearly 50 years. Uh, Anderson, Wallet McCollum in the Taco Shack Bowl, 42-0. Big early battle out east where Maynard topped LBJ in a good game, 39-26. Crockett rolled past San Antonio Highlands at the Alamo Dome, 42-0 in a Burger Stadium. Best game of the night, uh, no doubt. Bowie and Vista Ridge went to overtime. Raiders scored on their first possession of OT, then got the stop to top the Bulldogs, 21-14. Major League Baseball, Texas Ranger losing streak is now seven games. They fell in Minnesota last night. First game of four, seven to five. Bullpen again imploded. Surging Mariners were off, were off, but still pulled into a second place tie with Houston in the West because Astros got clobbered yesterday afternoon by the Red Sox, seventeen to one. And Adele Diamond, the Round Rock Express winning streak snapped at fourteen in a row. They fell to Salt Lake four to three in twelve innings. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Well, we didn't talk much about the uh, Texans on the other side of these trades. The Texans have solidified that offensive line this offseason. They signed three of their guys to extensions. Titus Howard got an extension. Laramie Thompson got an extension. Shaq Mason got an extension. Um, and they drafted two centers, actually. Uh, Juice Scruggs was in the second round, so that was part of them solidifying the offensive line. And now, trading for Josh Jones. That's another piece on the offensive line. From the University of Houston. And he's versatile. In his three years at Arizona, he played left tackle uh, for 611 snaps, right guard for 612 snaps, and right tackle as well. For over for over two hundred and forty snaps, so he's a guy. He's basically you know your your Swiss Army knife there. He can manufacture depth on the offensive line yeah. where you need him. He can also play guard though. Play interior Ty- offensive line too. And remember, Titus Howard's got a, a hand injury that may keep him out of the first game. Uh, they're yeah. they're hopeful that Titus Howard is back. Their right tackle, uh, but he's you know. But this is insurance in case mm-hmm. he's not ready to go. And it feels like Arizona's having a yard sale, right? They're just they're selling. Isaiah Simmons gone. Well, new, him. new coach, new general manager, not my team, the whole bit. And uh, they're take the under four wins, please, for Arizona. Take the <laughs> under. Seriously, if that's the number, uh, Arizona's not going to win four games this year. Uh, they are stockpiling picks. Remember, they got the Texans' second right. round pick. So, they, sorry, sorry, second first round pick. Well, so they got two first round picks in uh, this year's draft or next year's draft, and they have. Three third-round oh. picks, if I'm not mistaken. And right now it's at four and a half. Get it while you can because they will not win more than four games. The four and a half is such an easy bet. Well, just that division. 
the yes. division alone is going to pound them to smithereens because well, all those teams are, are pretty good. The Seahawks are good, 49ers are good, and uh, the you know the Rams are okay, but the Rams are way well, better. Well, traded than the Isaiah Simmons, who, they, you know, and here's the other problem. They have a new head coach, and the reports were Isaiah Simmons wasn't given max effort in these preseason games, so they he's trying to make an example. So you're trading good players for nothing because you're trying to set your culture. They're building for the future. There's no doubt about that. Jonathan Jonathan Gannon, uh, the new GM, they're looking for down the road. Take the under four and a half. He's a defensive guy, too, and decided to get rid of Isaiah Simmons. That says a lot. Yes. Right? Jonathan Gannon's a defensive guy. Top, top and that's, 10 pick for a seventh rounder. Who's a, who's a freakish athletic and he's player. He's still only 26, 27 years old. I mean, young Hybrid guy. player, which fits into the positionless football yeah. kind of era that we're in now. That, you're right. That may have been more of him making a statement to the organization and to the team of a culture move. Yeah. That, you know what, this guy doesn't matter that much. If he's well, not going to get max effort, then he's not one of the people we're going to build this new culture around. And then, and then they acquire Joshua Dobbs from Cleveland. Um, you know, they make the move to get him because they don't know who their quarterback is. Like, Kyler Murray's hurt. He's not going to be healthy until midseason or beyond, coming off the knee injury. So Colt McCoy, your lifetime Longhorn, is your mm-hmm. starting quarterback potentially. Um, they're a mess. They are an absolute mess, the they Arizona are. Cardinals. Uh, take, if you're looking feel, for one easy bet, take the under four and a half. I kind of feel bad for Cole. I mean, I'm glad he's going to get a chance to play, but he's not going to have much protection. I, I believe they're tanking. They're not going to admit it. If you're tanking, you're trying to lose, which means you are trying to uh, – you're basically putting as little resources on the field or resources behind the product as possible. You're yes. not investing at all, which means Cole's got to deal with the repercussions of that, man. That's why I said he reminds me when he was in Cleveland when he started his career. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, so he's used to it, I guess. <laughs> he can handle it. Well, he dang near got killed. Yeah, he did. Playing for the Browns back then. Mm. Uh, so Colt McCoy is the top the depth chart, but they got Clayton Toon, the kid out of Houston. Uh, David Blau and Jeff Driscoll are there as well. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, take the under. Take the under. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably a good bet to and, take the under with the... And they're... Man, they could end up getting a number one and number two overall pick well, next and, season. Well, if, if, if Houston... Wow. Yeah, it's up to to Texans. Texans have to make that pick not as valuable as the Cardinals would like it to be uh, because that will forever be debated. Was Will Anderson worth whatever next year's pick is? I mean, it looks like it'll be Marvin Harrison Jr. after Caleb Williams. And Houston, because look, uh, D'Amico Ryans was desperate and he wanted Will Anderson, but then, you know, the owner, the coach, they wanted the quarterback. So they got both. But, you know, if next year the, the Arizona Cardinals have the first and second pick and you can draft. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. or whatever order they want to go in, that's that's that you know pushes the rebuild, which is all the more why I say take the under four and a half. I think Arizona is angling to be right there with the new coach and GM, okay. thinking our future is not this year. We have Colt McCoy and Clayton mm-hmm. Toon, and we're not. Why would you even rush Kyler Murray back? No, because you may be in a situation that you don't him. have to draft quarterback. Yeah. Well, they're going to draft a quarterback. I know. <laughs> Bye, Kyler. <laughs> but, you know, they still want him healthy because they got to trade him. Right. You need him healthy because you want another team to covet him because you want to trade him. So, still, going back to your reason why, you're not going to see Kyler Murray this year because they want to tank and they need him healthy when they want to trade That's him. Right. That's right. Why oh, would you man. risk it? You can't uh, risk it. And, by the way, the reason Joshua Dobbs was expendable is that Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the uh Oh, the yeah, for been, Cleveland. He's, he's had a great camp. He's, he, he's been named the backup. He had a good, fantastic been preseason. Been named the backup to Deshaun yeah. Watson in Cleveland. And you know what? That's that's a Chip Kelly QB, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Chip uh, Kelly's got a five-star, too. I saw that. That's going to start for them this year. Dante Moore, I believe, is a five-star. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly's going to always keep a nice QB, though. We Got to do that. Got to do that. Hey, coming up, we're going to hit the Rod's Rant at the bottom of the hour. Also, take your thoughts on the uh, the uh, NFL conversation because uh, preseason is here. And you, you know me, Rod. I'm, I'm looking for these games. I want to see these games, but I just know I'm going to turn them on and be like, okay. That lasted about three minutes. It's going to be, yeah. Because tonight you have Detroit and Carolina. Are we going to see Bryce Young? Probably not. That's on CBS. That's on Big Network. Mm, are you, gonna, you might. Jared Goff. It's possible you could see Bryce Young because they want him to get some reps, but, yeah, they also don't want to risk it. So, biscuit, the biscuit. No, nah, it ain't worth it. You also have San Francisco playing out against the Chargers on NFL Network, the Patriots and Titans. Hey, you'll see maybe some Sam Darnold or some Trey Lance up in that joint. Trey Lance ain't playing. <laughs> Will they play him? I don't know. No, 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 who knows what they're doing with Trey Lance? Now you got John Lynch saying uh, he wants Trey Lance to be a part of the organization because he because they I, can't find what they they, they can't find they, a trade partner. I guess right. They want to trade him, but they gave up so much to get him. They need something of value to get it, and no one wants to give them. That. They can't give up. They can't get. They can't trade him for like a fifth round pick now because everybody's gonna mock him and make fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. So this is the worst trade in the history of the NFL right. potentially. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, um, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Trey Lance because nobody's going to give you anything close to what you no. <laughs> traded for to get Trey Lance. Nobody's going to give you close. They got, what, it was the three first-round picks? Well, it was. It, they swapped first. It was the third. It, yeah, it, it ended three. up being like two ones and a two. Okay. Two with ones and a two to go get Trey Lance. No, wait, you're not getting that. No. You, you're not, you might. You'd be lucky if you get a second-rounder. No. Well, why would you for get Trey Lance. I, you know, at this point, you're you're on the verge of cutting him because he's your third quarterback. You're lucky if you get anything, right? You're lucky if you get something for him at this point, because well, who would give you something? What what what's a value? I mean, you 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 you've already decided that a the seventh round second year man Brock Purdy is your quarterback. Sam Darnold, who you signed, had beat him out, and it was pretty clear cut according to Kyle Shanahan. So if you're another team, you're like, well, no. You're We're going, good. Yeah, you're We're going good. to cut him because that's a very expensive third-string quarterback for you, and that's bad business. So yeah. I know you're going to cut him. I just don't know when you're going to cut him because nobody's going to keep well, a no really expensive third-string quarterback like well, that. I mean, I, th- I think that there's so much respect for Kyle Shanahan. and his. But So if he doesn't want him as his backup, why would I want him as my backup? So if you're bringing in Trey Lance right now, it's like, well, he's going to be our third quarterback. Do I need to do that right now? Why? Because yep, he, he's, he's not going to be my starter. Every no. team in the league knows who their starter is. Everybody now knows who their backup is. Do I want to trade something to get a third-string quarterback? That, a, a um, developmental project, basically, yes. for the next year or so. Or I'll just wait till they cut him. Yeah. Or because he'll, be, he'll be cheaper later. Would be kind of my thought. That but, is um, a disaster. I mean, and if Brock Purdy think better work out, because if it does not work oh, that's out, that's one of the huge storylines. It of is going to be. It's going to be. It, it'll end up being the narrative of why Shanahan's head coaching career didn't work out in San Fran. This will be the beginning of the end if if it doesn't work out. I think it will because I trust my boy Shano. But it's getting ugly right now. There is no doubt they're going all in on Brock Purdy. All in. Isaiah Simmons, I mentioned, uh, traded to. The Giants, who the Cowboys will now deal with, he's 25. He's 25. I said 26, 27. He's only 25 years old, and the Cardinals gave up on a guy they drafted uh, top 10 for a seventh-round pick. And uh, I think the Giants and Brian Dable are like, sweet. We'll yeah. take him. Was it uh, Wink Martindale Wink there? Wink Martindale. Yeah, he's, he's very creative, too. And the Cardinals, but organizationally, they have a habit of doing that. They did it. Remember the quarter? They Kyler Murray. Yeah. Right? They drafted back-to-back first-round quarterbacks, uh, which – just very right after, rare in the NFL. Right after Josh Rosen. Yeah, so they, they, that's something rare, but they giving up on a first-round pick. And here, I think we can all argue that, you know, that's probably a little that premature. That was a great college player, too, Isaiah to Simmons. Up. 
Oh, it's unbelievable. He was a really good player. In that Brent Venable system. Yeah. He knew how to use him. Eighth pick in 2020. We'll come back when we do. Rod has a rant. We've got your uh, bullish or BS topics for the end of the hour. It's a Friday. Eight days to the Longhorn football season opener. Uh, one day to the start of college football. We'll run down your schedule, slate of games you've got to watch tomorrow. Coming back here on Ian Rodby. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook them up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Yeah, so Ty tells me Zach Bryan's got a new album that's out this morning, out today. Check him out. This guy's as uh, big, a, big an act as there is right now in music. 27-year-old out of Oklahoma. Got a new album, so good stuff right there. Coming up, we got Rod's rant. We got bullish and BS before the top of the hour. And uh, you ever know the band Motley Crue, Rod? Motley yeah, Crue growing I've heard up. Heard of Motley Crue? Know that? I got to tell you what uh, their drummer. You know, you know, you know their drummer Tommy Lee. Oh yeah, oh, well known. Married to Pamela Anderson. He did mm-hmm. something last night in El Paso that I need your, your thoughts on. If he's your bullish or BS? Oh yeah, bullish or BS before the top of the hour. Got you on that. Um, because it, yeah, interesting. They and, there's, the, and there's video. I'll show you. Well. We know. I can't show the people, but the people can go look at the video. Tommy Lee was up to some shenanigans. Hold on, you the video's not PG-13? No. Uh, is, he, is he flashing? Uh, he's encouraging flashing. He's encouraging flashing yes. from ladies or from men? What do you think? Well, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Women. Well, I don't know. Women. These days, listen, we live in a different era where men send women unsolicited uh, oh, junk shots. I know, I know. All right? And so I'm I, just throwing it out I'm there. Guessing, you, knowing you Tommy say Lee, flashing you think... used to be something we assumed was women flashing. Nowadays, men flash too, and I don't know why, but it's a weird thing. You shouldn't be doing that, but sending junk shots. So I don't know. I was just flashing. getting the El Paso details. concert, Molly Yeah, Curry. I don't know. Exactly. You said Tommy Lee. I'm like, well, Tommy Lee. Could, Tommy yeah. Lee. Yeah, uh, showing his, it off. And his drumstick, you know what I mean? Exactly. Isn't, this thing, isn't that famous for him? Oh, yeah. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, from the original <laughs> yes. sex tape back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. There you go. One of the first. One of the first. Uh, as far as Celebrity as far as sex know. tapes, it was, yeah. Somebody else said the new Turnpike Troubadours album is out today as well. First one in six years. Looking is it really? It. Yeah, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, Turnpike is back. And, oh, uh, yeah. That's, that band has got like a really loyal following. Like a, Wait, oh. Turnpike album's out today, too? Today. Yeah, that yeah, pe- exactly. Got- See, look at his face. When people hear that name, they always react a certain way. Like, oh, really? That like was when the, they're, that they're was touring or something. The first country band that I really loved. Interesting. Okay, well, I mean, maybe they're, they're also out of Oklahoma, like Zach Bryan. But uh, good things coming out of Oklahoma. Well, Not everything out of Oklahoma is bad. Well, remember Evan Felker, their lead singer, who's one of the great songwriters. I mean, he's really. The, the, I mean, their band's great, mm-hmm. Turnpike. But he is one of those poets, man. Really a great songwriter and a, and just a you know great voice. Well, he uh, he had he had hard times. He had to they they haven't put an album out in six years because he got derailed. Remember, he had the oh um, yeah some trouble with oh yeah oh I, I remember this controversy with the lady. With yes, Lambert. yes, I remember this. Yes, my wife explained this to me one day. Did she? <laughs> and broke it down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he had a deal. He was about to. He was yeah. Yeah, yeah his long time. And then so Miranda Lambert. Mm-hmm. And then she broke his heart. And hey man, he, he screwed had, over Lori. That's where he went wrong. Yeah. Then he was self medicating. Good Lord, Lori. Yeah. Good Lord, Lori. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. So he. He had to take some time away to get himself right, and uh, now he's married to that lady that. There you go. That Miranda screwed up, and now he's they're back with a new album. Wait, and, wait. So he's back with his original wife. Yep. A cat in the rain. That's that's correct. 
A Cat in the Rain is oh. it's, it's the name of it. The so, new album. Yeah, yeah the, it's already got five stars. People love it. It's a couple, I'll listen to it when we get down to the show. I'll check it out. Turnpike's really good. Zach Bryan as well. You'll like him too. I'll check that out too. That, that I've never been in a Zach Bryan fan, but I will dive deep into it. You guys have basically made me curious check it out. about his talent. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the Rod's rant, uh, do you have uh, an update on your 40-yard dash yesterday, Ty? Ty, our producer, <laughs> informed us yesterday that he was going to run a 40-yard dash in our parking lot. For he what did. reason? What was the reason? Just cause, just to do it. Just for the gram, for the content. Exactly. <laughs> the he's, doing it for, he's doing it for us, man. I love it. I love Great. it. Great. And uh, so you said yesterday you may go get on your old Westlake track and field gear, but mm. you didn't do that. Couldn't find it. Couldn't, Couldn't find, find it. it. Got, a bit of a, got a bit of a spat with my dad when I walked into my parents' house, so I, I decided Not I, I was just going to run in, run in khakis. So you came Ooh. back in your trousers and you did a run, and how did, the, how did the 40 go? 6-4-3. 6-4. Oh. I had you at 5, like 5-3, so I'm, I was way yeah. off. I was off by like a second. 6 what? 6-4. Six, 6-4-3, four. Six, four, hand time by Patrick Davis. Hand time? Uh, <laughs> from the sports complex? The hand times yeah. are usually faster. Just I mean, so. it, uh, Jacob Sander did a great job with the video. I mean, it was literally just me out there running 40s, but he somehow made a nice little three-minute video out of, of it. So it, check it, that it, out on any of our social media or yeah. on the website. It's up there. It's on YouTube, too. I've seen it it's on YouTube. Funny. It actually. Are, are you sore today? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I did a full workout after running uh, one-and-a-half four-yard dashes. So that's. So when was the last time you actually sprinted but prior to la- yesterday <sighs> had it been a had it been, how long was this gap we talking about like four years i oh. think there's probably a, a fight that i was in like four years ago where i ran after somebody yeah you go exactly time. and before that probably high school football uh-huh yeah there so, you go. so did you catch the, did you catch the guy you ran after yes <laughs> yes yes so you were fast enough to do that you're fast when it matters exactly okay. i just need a little adrenaline i mean I, I, was, I was a little nervous yesterday i'm not gonna lie i was more nervous i was gonna hurt myself which i Almost did. Uh huh. Well, we I told felt, you the story yesterday. You didn't warm Kevin up Hart's, enough. Kevin Hart's in a wheelchair because he tried this deal, dude. Because yeah, because Father Time is undefeated. You guys, listen. Most human beings don't. They go like decades without sprinting. Once they're done with their youth and teenage years, most human beings don't sprint ever again in their life. Like think about it. When, when would you rather? Why would you need to sprint? Well, once you once you're once you're past like you're twenties when you're running from either police or running to something stupid, stupid. <laughs> the police. Yeah. whatever you're doing that's stupid, you're still doing it in your twenties. After that, when are you sprinting? You probably, most human beings stop sprinting at like twenty four and they never sprint again. We shouldn't though. We should keep sprinting. We should, but most human beings don't do it. They don't never open up like really sprint. I mean, most of y'all, if y'all tried to, y'all would pull like three hamstrings, which I've done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it typically comes because you play that first beer league softball game and you're like you you get a hit and, and you, like come out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all seizes up. You're like, what am I doing out here? I was dry heaving the entire way home. A 20 minute ride home. I'm not. I had to stop and get some water. Over 40 yards. Uh, yeah. No. But are you sprinting now? Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. I, I told Pat. I was like, yeah, I can't go back upstairs. I, I but, might. Throw but up you waited till you got in the car to start dry heaving. Oh uh, yeah. That's, that's pride. That's a man right there. A man. I'm good, guys. I'm, good. I'm all good. I was a little dizzy. All good. No, it was like that. It was like the first day back from football practice when you have to do conditioning at the at the end, and it's oh, like yeah. it feels like mountain air inserting yeah. my lungs. When I was you like, came to take a full breath, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, you start coughing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and of course, I actually Ty did went. that when I ran through the airport not too long ago. I had to go catch a flight. Oh no! Oh, and, I, and dude, we were gonna miss the flight, and I was like, and I missed the flight. We'd have been stuck. I want to say we were coming back from like uh, Christmas from the. Pacific Northwest. Oh, I remember. Yeah, and we were going to get stuck again yeah. if we didn't make the flight. And we had like 
four or five minutes. We were sprinting through the airport like O.J. Simpson, dude. Me, I had to leave Wifey because I was like, Wifey, oh. you ran too slow. In the Avis I, commercial? Uh, yeah, I was, she was running. So I was like, hurts. babe, I will, go catch the, I will go catch him, but I can't catch him trying to keep up with you. So I had to leave my wife in the airport. Like, I had to sprint away from her. And I got there, and she was about to close the door. I was like, no, don't close it. And then she looked at me. She was like, okay, I'll hold it for you, sir. Got there. Hit my knees and I could not stop coughing. Coughed the whole flight. It's not like I had COVID the whole flight. And people were like, "What is wrong with?" Them? I was like, "I just sprinted throughout the entire concourse and I just could. It was over. I, I could. It took me like three hours." To get back right well, again. Well, now I feel better because you were a world-class athlete. Oh, it's like, it doesn't day. matter who you are. Once you're, matter. you're not in, you're not in good enough shape to be sprinting a long distance and forty yards longer than you think. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, and of course, Ty got in his car and he was dry. He was like, "Give me the vape pen." <laughs> 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 I need to get That might be part of the issue. Uh, yeah. Give me that vape. Give me that vape. Can we do a can Rod do a rant, please? We need to know uh, something good. That's great. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Bro, oh, you've got it now. It's time for Rod's rant of the day. I love C C2 to be here, says um, I never spread. I'm 57. When was the last time one of you guys fell down? I fell down last year, and I was like, what the? <laughs> that happens a lot, too, when you get older. You have these strange falls, and you're like, and it hurts you. And you're like, hold up. Am I injured? I'm injured. I'm injured because I fell, and I fell in a very unathletic way. It happens to all of us, guys. It's called Father Time. Well, the last time I got very injured, it was at the Rolling Stones concert. Oh, yes. I remember that. You <laughs> this was out at Coda? Yeah. Yep. I heard you tell this story. Yeah. We had to park at the elementary school. Because parking was so ridiculous in traffic, so we, we were going to miss the show. So we parked like two miles away. And then, you know, when you get to Coda, you still got to walk oh, yeah, no doubt. forever to get to the yeah. super stage. Yeah, walking up the hill. On the way, and like they're playing their first song. <laughs> well, you tried to dance and walk? No. You, you hurt your <laughs> ankle in Miami, too, right? Walking well, trip? Well, Man, you're was... never going to be able to walk to Dallas. <laughs> Seriously. Were you walking in Miami where you hurt your ankle? Yeah, I, yes. But that was a, that was a mis, uh, misstep curb. Exactly. During a construction zone. Right? Happens step. when you get old. Yeah, you turn my, turn my whole ankle. Ooh. I like, did that at Texas OU last year, stepping out of a porta potty. So I'll kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> flip-flops. Yeah. My, my right ankle went deadly. sideways. Oh, But the, the Rolling Stones injury was walking up, you know, because if you get out to Dakota, you're going up a pretty steep hill to get yeah. to where the stage is. Stepped in a hole and uh, tore something in my ankle. Tendon, something. Not my Achilles, but something else. Oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. Father time. Bad. Father time, time, undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, Couldn't even right. walk like three miles, and then it's over. So, yeah, so I'm going to walk to Dallas. Cowboys better not win the Super Bowl, <laughs> or your boy's going to be, like, uh, <laughs> incapacitated. Oh, man. Oh. I, I injured myself playing slosh ball. You ever played slosh ball? No. It's basically kickball, except the ba- in between the bases are slipping slides. Oh, wow. How fun is that? Oh, I thought, yeah, until you pull your hamstring, it was fun. Oh, yeah. Adult slipping slides, yeah. never a good oh, idea. Oh, I kicked it, and then I, because you can, you can choose to run around the slipping slide, or you can just choose to like, just slip inside the whole way, just have oh. fun, whatever. And I wanted to run, because I was like, I'm an athlete. I tried to run, and it was slippery around the slipping slide, and uh. I pulled a hammy. Like I got shot, I fell, and everybody out. And I, I couldn't get up. Like I couldn't. I Too literally much. had to. I had to be helped off the field, guys, in front of a lot of twenty-year-olds who were playing slosh ball. And they, you know, it was like beer league softball. They started drinking everything. I was injured. I had to be helped off the field by two ladies. It was sad. Yeah. And I was the guy that was saying as a world-class athlete. You are. Ended up hurting myself. You are. You are. So, well, I covered you. I'm not I watched above you it. play. I'm you not were above world it, class. Yeah. Father time comes for us well, all. So the Miami injury was I was walking. We were there with the Pluckers team. 
walking down the sidewalk, and there's a construction zone coming up. I'm just taking a little walk and, uh, you know, getting some exercise, whatever. Beautiful day. I wanted to cruise South Beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this construction guy, like, jumps out at me like, no, you can't walk through here. So I'm like, what? And I had my headphones in. I was listening to music. <laughs> so I stepped off the curb, and it Ooh. was uneven. Oh, you didn't look The landing first. was uneven. Yeah, uh. I didn't look. And the, the, the landing was uneven. Like, it was between the street and the whole ankle turns. Oh. But I kept walking. Did you walked. fall? Or did no, you catch yourself? No, I stumbled. And you kept what? That's, that's where you messed I, up. You I, kept walking. All right, I walked. You should have went somewhere and iced it. I had to walk it off. <laughs> and I should have iced it because then, 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 then come the evening, it's swelled up like a <laughs> yeah. grapefruit. And that's one thing about getting old, too. The swelling is like, oh, man, it, it doesn't go down like it used to. No, yeah. it doesn't. Okay, right. real quick question for you guys here. Uh, it won't take too much time because I know we're up against it. What quarterback, guys, do you think this season takes the leap? Makes the QB leap. We've seen this happen actually almost every year for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years. Yeah, right. In 2017, it was actually Jared Goff who kind of made that leap. Remember, we thought he was a bust and then ends up being a Super Bowl quarterback out of nowhere in Sean McVay's system. Mm-hmm. 2018, of course, Patrick Mahomes takes the league over. <laughs> he hasn't stopped being the best quarterback in the league since. 2019, Lamar Jackson. You know, but I thought Lamar Jackson MVP. was a bust, should have been a wide receiver, ends up winning MVP. Uh, 2020, it was Josh Allen. We thought, oh, Josh Allen, man, that guy is a high-risk, high-reward player, doesn't take care of the football, he doesn't make enough impact plays. He was drafted way too high for a quarterback who didn't compete at the highest levels in college. Turns out, breakout year. 2021, Joe Burrow. He got hurt his first year. 2020, he was drafted, rookie year. But then 2021, they go to a Super Bowl, Joe Burrow's breakout year. And actually, in 2022, Jalen Hurts is probably the best example of the breakout quarterback, had his, his leap year, but Trevor Lawrence. Also thrown in that conversation. And honestly, Geno Smith had a leap year. It doesn't happen for quarterbacks in their ninth season usually, but he had a leap year in 2022. So you saw three different quarterbacks actually have leap years in 2022. And you could, you know, you could probably throw maybe a, a, another quarterback in there if you would like to. But I'm talking about quarterbacks who kind of play, played the entire season, essentially. Some got quarterbacks got hurt and they didn't get to play the entire season. So I didn't put them in that conversation. So in 2023, what quarterbacks do you guys think are most likely to make that leap we've seen uh, in, since 2017? Uh, it could be Justin Fields. Um, could be Jordan Love. Ooh. Could be Tua. Some people say Tua already had his breakout year, Tua, but yeah. I think he didn't start the whole season. I need him to play an entire season so we can we don't have to extrapolate his stats and productivity. We can just say, hey, 17 games, this is what you got from Tua. Uh, oh, like the texture, it says Pickett. Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. You, I know you like Pickett. Uh, well, e, I, you I, like the way he ended the season last year. I do. He, he, you know, he, they let him get his feet wet, <laughs> and then he was better at the end of the year. Last couple of months, he was a really good quarterback. Uh, and you know Mike Tomlin's gonna have a great defense. They're gonna run the ball. Yep. And he's got receivers. I mean, I think one of the, you know, if you're a fantasy owner, one of the breakout candidates this year is, is George Pickens at wide receiver for them. Agreed. A uh, guy who could be a big time player. I like Kenny Pickett. You know, you know, I'm gonna say low key. I think low key. Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. I got him on the list too. Desmond Drake London, Ritter. Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, yeah. Tyler Algier. Yeah. And I loved watching uh, Desmond Ritter play at Cincinnati when he was in college. I think he's just a. He uh, he understands his role in that offense, and Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator there, the head coach, uh, I think he's going to put him in good positions, and they just have a ton of weapons. Desmond Ritter has to be the, mm. the distributor. I do think Arthur Smith's going to pattern that offense a lot like Ken, your guy Shano in, in San Francisco, oh, yes. where there's too many weapons. Yeah, positionless football yeah, team. Like, yeah, like where is Bijan? Where is Kenny? Where is uh, Kyle, Kyle Pitts? Pitts? Where is Cordero Patterson? Cordero Patterson. 
And I think Desmond Ritter could be a guy that uh, you're not thinking much of, but it could have a really nice year. I like those. Uh, taking Tua and Purdy out of it, because Purdy is kind of in that Tua conversation. He was really good when he played, but didn't play the entire season. Um, but I think both of those guys probably could have breakout campaigns too. Ty, who would be your breakout leap year quarterback this season? You could choose one. Sam Howell. Uh, he's on the list too. Yeah, we don't new system. Commanders. Eric Bieniemy system. Um, and it's a it's a big year for Eric Bieniemy because if that offense doesn't look good and it, it's not prolific, people will say, "See, told you, Eric Bieniemy, you never called any damn plays." That was Andy Reid's offense, and his stock is going to plummet. It's a very risky movie, man. It is. Well, he's got he had to do it because otherwise he'd have never give, been given credit for any he of was, the he work he put in there. He was yeah. stuck. He's basically in the friend zone. For uh, coordinators in the NFL, nobody would ever actually make him a head coach because they never believed he was actually calling the place. So I, that's a good one, Sam. How I like that too. So I probably wouldn't have taken the Washington job, but maybe that was the best. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of. I, lots yeah, of like, my, I don't know well, if he could have got another job. Sam, I know you're right, but yeah. that that's, wouldn't be your first choice. But somebody, uh, uh, Chad on the text line says, veteran B- B- Derek Carr. Derek Carr with the Saints is interesting. Like he's that had some, he's had some he's made big a, years. Made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, made the playoffs. So I don't know if I'd put him in the conversation. You're right though. I think he could have a nice bounce back though. How about and they could win a division? Yeah, because that division is very yeah. winnable. Uh, Jordan Love is another name to keep out there. I know it sounds crazy. Jordan Love actually has had a good preseason so far. Throwing it out there. Daniel but Jones. I would too. also say Daniel, Daniel Jones had a Jones bit of a breakout a last year. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he did kind of. For and him. It was last year his breakout. I feel for like him this year if he's in a. Take Last year step. was his stabilizing year. Yeah, okay. This year would be his breakout year. All right. I, I, if I, if I, I can see that he has a, a you know takes another step forward because well, last year what he did is stop turning the ball over. That's true. And started using his legs more uh, and getting the run game involved. And then you know because remember he was a turnover machine the year previous mm-hmm. and that you know they brought in Brian Dayball, calmed him down, didn't turn the ball over. They won. They made the playoffs. Won a playoff game. Yep. Could he take that next step? What about Mac Jones? Who? Mac no, Jones? No. 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 <laughs> no. It's Bill O'Brien. I've got a bad taste. (laughs) You just can't believe in Bill O. Hey, coming back, it is Bullish and BS, and here it is. Bullish and BS right into Gambler's Weekend. It's Gambler Days. Get your details coming here on Ian Rod B. Been on the progress of I-35 southbound, uh, this crash uh, toward Breaker Lane. Looks like it has cleared completely, but you'll have those residuals both north and south of the collision site. Now, northbound on the interstate, they're trying to see if it's a frontage road or main lane crash near Riverside. We do have those backups there, but they look kind of normal for this time of day. South of there, it's going to be slow. Hayes County and Southern Travis County, of course. Westbound on Highway 71, Garfield to Toll 130. That is really beginning to build up. And now, finally, we're picking up some delays on other major thoroughfares besides I-35. Elroy Road at Ross Road, a crash there. Uh, but, uh, again, that has been on the board for a while. Should be wrapping up. I'm Don Miller. There's your traffic. Bullish or BS. Brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. You know it. Tonight begins Gambler Days. Gambler Weekend out at Moody Center. The beautiful arena will be turned into a professional bull riding arena. It's going to be unbelievable. The dirt is going to be uh, probably installed right now. It'll be happening at the uh, Moody Center for three nights or two nights and then a day of professional bull riding at its highest levels. The PBR Team Series Year 2. Austin Gamblers are 8-1, and one, Rod Babers. Bullish. Mm, I'll be there tonight. I like I'll it. be there tonight. They're going to take on the Carolina Cowboys head-to-head. Remember, Carolina, the two deepest, deepest pocketed teams in the PBR are Austin and Carolina. Okay. Carolina is owned by Richard Childress Racing, if you're a fan of NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know, I know the, the, the group. Yeah, they, uh, sure. the, and they are probably the second most talented group. Austin has the best team right now at 8-1, and, and they're led by the uh, best bull rider 
ever, they say. Uh, Jose Vitor Leme, uh, never been a better bull rider than uh, the guy out of Brazil. Yeah. And uh, that'll be tonight. I'll be there. Uh, William Ziders will be the nice. uh, musical act to, for, to start things off for the Gambler <laughs> fan event, which is a lot of fun. I'll be at Moody Center. I'll give you a full report on Monday, Rod. Uh, looking forward to it, brother. It's going to be a fun, fun time out there all weekend. Well, two nights in one day. Two yeah. nights and then sa- Sunday. Kevin Fowler. Going to play about 12.30, and then they'll do the Gambler event uh, that afternoon. This says, guys, just watch Ty on Facebook. Looks like a skinny version of Casey Stutter. Bullish or BS, Ty? You could um, be Casey Stutter in a 40-yard dash. Oh. I feel like Casey could probably move for a big guy. So. He's a very yeah, athletic he's a big very man. athletic dude. That's he's got geez. three kids now. Yeah, right. Now he can't. No, you can beat him now. Casey also that? is bald, though. You can beat what him does now. that mean? Hey, I don't look like a Casey. Is it the same my uh, running motion? I think it's probably the beard, but you're right. Yeah. Casey does, yeah. He does. You got Rod. 40-yard dash. Ty B. Casey Stutter. Might have to set that up. Ooh, I'm going to go. Oh, you went over 6'4". I'm going to go Ty right now. Casey's, I'm going to go Ty. Ty's I, younger. He's much younger, and he's just he's just sleeker. I don't think Casey would allow me to beat him in anything like that. He'd rush you. And <laughs> he'd probably trip me halfway through. <laughs> if I tell Casey Stutter that Ty ran a six. Point four three in khakis, Casey, in khakis in a parking lot. What shoes were you wearing? Did you? That's part of the video. I'm wearing my New Balances that the soles are literally coming off of them. <laughs> man, you're running so fast, your, your shoes came apart. Yeah. All right, Ron, I'm gonna show. I mean, Ron, oh, I'm gonna show man. you this video. Bullish or BS on this? Tommy Lee, Uh-oh. drummer for Motley Crue. Okay, the crew played El Paso last night. They played in the Sun Bowl. Mm-hmm. Big, big crowd. And we can't show this video, and you know it's it's not for it's not PG. Yeah, it's not PG. Yeah, it's not safe. So Tommy, not the drummer, safe. came outside of his drum kit and was upset at the uh, the females in the audience. Didn't think they were exposing their breasts nearly enough. He didn't think they were exposing them enough, but enough. they were exposing them. So just not enough. <laughs> bullish or BS? He brought his wife, Brittany Furlon, onto the stage so she could show them how to do it. <laughs> that I'm I'm bullish on that. God bless that man. Yeah. All right. I, you know what? I'm all about it. That. There she is. Oh, fantastic. There she is. That's how you do it, ladies. All right. You got to have some enthusiasm with this thing. I need to, the energy to be upbeat. All right. And when you flash, I need a little jiggle. Yeah. She jiggles. She flash. Y'all somebody just flash. Just leave them there. No, no. Flash them and then wave them around. Try to move them around a little bit. So Brittany, you know I mean? think about motorboat and everything. They got to tell you, you motorboat, you motorboat, son of a. So Brittany, F U R L A N. Starts with F U. F U R L A N. Wow. Furlan, Furlan. I didn't yeah. even know that's who his wife was, but. She, and you know what? She's impressive. She built for speed or pleasure. Both. <laughs> Total package. Both, my man. Both. Did you see the video? Yes. Both. Good I job for you, you Tommy Lee. You can go find the video, but Tommy Lee. <laughs> And, of course, the crowd responded. I it's a Motley Crue show. They're still rock stars to this day. It's so bullish on Motley Crue. And that's some old uh, – what's the, what's the age of this oh, crowd? They're all 40-plus. Yeah, so they, they, their flashing days are done. Those things are sagging. They're like, I got to get them up there. It takes a little while. Get them up there. There you go, Brittany. Still want to see them, baby. So you're bullish on that, Ron? Oh, yeah. Come on. We all love second base. No doubt. All right, we'll come back. When mm-hmm. we do, Rod will take us behind the burn orange curtain in the 8 o'clock hour. Also go off the record and reset those headlines. Lot to do. Glad you're with us on a Friday.